What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, the only show in which your hosts are higher than Mr. Superman up up in Hawaii. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Nick James. <laughs> and this is Big Body Biggs, the can of pimp. <laughs> we started this podcast out laughing, so hopefully this entire <laughs> thing goes as well. Uh, if you're new to the show, thanks for checking us out. Our name is exactly what you're going to be getting today, Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. So in our Buds section, we're smoking on a little something. We'll tell you what that is, and now we're going to try something new. I've got some fascinating facts about marijuana for you. We're going to tell each other. We're going to discuss, see how far we get with that. In the bros, we just talk about each other, talk about ourselves, what's going on in our weeks, what's been happening. And then superheroes, I myself am introducing Mr. Big Body Biggs into the cinematic universe of superhero movies. And this week, we went back to the MCU and dove into the Incredible Hulk. There's some good shit. That's what we have prepared for you today. So without any further ado, as Mr. Big Body Biggs lights his joint, let's get into the bud section. Let me just tell you something. Me or them? Everybody out there listening. Yeah, Slick Nick don't ever light joints. I don't know why. I have a fear. I don't know what it is. I don't want them to canoe. He keeps saying that, man, but everybody knows a little, little saliva, you know, help that. No, I didn't know that. That's actually brilliant. So what are you saying? So if those are listening and they don't actually smoke, uh, sometimes when you light a joint, or even it can work with a blunt anyway, it's called a canoe. So what happens is as it burns down, it does not burn down evenly. The bottom quarter of whatever it is you're smoking stays on. So it starts to pretty much canoe, if you can imagine what a canoe looks like. And when that happens, you're a little fucked. Like it just doesn't burn the way all the way down like it should. And you end up wasting some. And you got to light some shit on fire and shit. And it just kind of makes it a big old mess. But... What do you mean with some saliva? So you're saying if you put saliva on the side that's burning, the other side will have to come around? I mean, not everybody, but me personally and a lot of other people, but not everybody, uh, you know, they'll just dab their tongue a little bit with their index finger and just put a little bit of saliva on the part where it's burnt down. You know, so the other side catches up to it. I hear you, though. Yeah. yeah, like you said, you know, everybody knows that, but I did not know that. Mm. So maybe now with this new trick in my back pocket i won't be as cautious to light them because the other thing too that you know you guys our listeners don't know is that really the like, excuse bro it. is that the is that the only reason you never this guy comes to my house every friday night i'm at their house a couple days a week half the time doing podcasts and stuff you don't ever light a joint or his his female lady wife but also what they you're saying is how many times do i roll joints big it's you rolling them, and then you're asking me to light them. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, do you what know if I how fuck many up your joints? roll? You're not going to fuck it up. We'll roll another one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather just smoke both. Shit. I just want you to light it a couple. Just next episode, light every joint we smoke. I'll think about it. <laughs> so as I teased a little bit ago, you know, only a minute or so ago, uh, in this bud section, we talk about what we're smoking. So we are rolled up right now, and it's weird because for once, we actually don't have a strain name for you, right? No, we don't know what we're smoking on, but it tastes pretty good. And uh, I don't know what it is. I'll find out. I tried to find out after I got it. I got home and called the guy, but he didn't have a real answer for me, so... You know, not everybody's into what strains. They're just into money, shit like that. You know, 
Yeah, but one thing I can say, and I've talked about it a lot, and I'm going to keep talking about it especially, so if you are one of our Pennsylvania listeners, you can also get your hands on this delicious Cresco brand called Kosher Tangy. We went down to, what was the name of that shop, babe? We went down to Justice Grown in Dixon City and uh, got pens, disposable pens of the Kosher Tangy. And it tastes just as good as the flour, people. Again, if you're if you're into the smoking part and you happen to live here and you can get your hands on that, I can't suggest it anymore. I can't I, I would say Grab if it. you pass it up, it would be a sin. And I'm not one to throw that word around. <laughs> but it literally if you're sitting there and you're like, huh, I can get kosher tangy or something else, and you're like, I'll get this something else, you really did fuck up. And I'm not somebody to try to tell you or tell anybody. That what they're doing is a fuck up. You know, everybody makes their own choices, but I could stand firmly on this island of myself saying, you got to get the to- kosher tangy and you got to smoke it. And if you don't, it- it's a mistake. If you don't like kosher tangy, then you don't like yourself. So go get it. Have somebody grab it. Whatever you got to do, check it out. Because you do owe it to yourself. I mean, if you've <clears> never <throat> smoked at all and you want to smoke for the first time, but you're like, I don't like the way it smells. I'm afraid it's going to taste that bad, too. No, Jack, you get yourself that kosher tangy and you're going to sit there thinking, wow, I can't believe I haven't done this every day of my life before. So other than that, bro, uh, I just wanted to double check before we start these fascinating facts about marijuana. If anything's going on up at the farm. Yeah, um, the 28th, they're getting harvested. We're going to start cutting them down. All right. So anybody listening, doing the math here, you can tell that's very, very soon. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a long week, you know. Actually, I'm going to go up there this week a lot and make some videos. Um, so I'll have them right before they, they uh, get harvested. You know what I mean? Smart. Yeah, and then I'll videotape the whole harvest thing and where we're hanging them and all that. So it'll be cool, you know? And for those listening who are like, videos, what is he talking about? Uh, How do I watch these videos? Oh, uh, sorry about that, people. Um, it's... Eight, close to 8,000 plants, um, CBD plants, and I have a channel on YouTube and the WeTube uh, where I show people to grow and we do strain reviews, stuff like that. Little What's the name? Big Body Bigs on YouTube and the WeTube, yeah. a.k.a. the Can of Pimp. Awesome. So very much check into that. New videos, you get to see a little bit more of the grow side. 8,000 plants. There's going to be a lot of stuff getting harvested, a lot of stuff hung up. It's going to be very interesting, so head on over, subscribe to those. If you're not subscribed here, by the way, I don't know how you're listening to us, but A, again, thank you. B, you got to smash that subscribe button. Make sure you get all the things. If you're on YouTube, hit the notification button and all that. We're done plugging ourselves now. We're not going to be that bad. Anyway. Yeah, the other day, um, this is new to me, working with this many plants, so... The other day I went up there and I was checking out plants and stuff, looking for bud rot and anything that could be wrong. And um, I didn't have gloves with me. I'm used to doing 20, 40 plants, you know. But there was a lot of stickiness going on. And when I got back in the car, because I didn't have gloves or anything, I got back in the car and I started driving. My hands were literally, like, sticking to the steering wheel. Some Spider-Man action, huh? Yeah, like, really bad. Like, I'm, like, pulling away to... You know what I mean? I said, oh, I got to bring gloves up here. It's getting crazy, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Probably just smelled delicious to your hands <laughs> yeah, for how long? Yeah, the whole way home, I could just smell it. Like, I could smell it. It's not the smell of when it's already uh, 
you know, dried and cured. It's a different type of smell, but it's it's an amazing smell. Yeah, it's still very, I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but it's still very fresh and plant-like. Maybe not exactly all the way, like you're saying, to the cured, finished product. But in the same family, you know what it smells like. It yeah, just you might know not what smell it is. Exactly like what everybody's <laughs> You picturing. know what it is. So moving on, we're going to try something new a little bit today and just kind of bullshit throughout this. Uh, I went over to factretriever.com. So I'm somebody who was taught the correct way to look up information. And you really shouldn't trust anything without a .org or .edu, .gov, whatever. We're at a .com. We're just a podcast. We're having fun. If any of the facts we say are not true and you have a .gov or .any of the other ones I said and you want to talk to us, leave a comment down below. We're just going to have fun and bullshit a little bit, okay? We're not going to try it. This is not educational. So take everything mm-hmm. we say with a grain of salt because we're getting it from the internet. The internet itself is a mound of salt. If anyway. you don't like it, hey, it's not for you, you know? You don't have to like it. I want you to like it. But hey, can't please everybody. I don't remember who it was that I always want to quote Marilyn Monroe with it, but it might not be her. It might not even be real. Maybe I'm just fucking crazy and I made it up. But it was something like, you could be the most perfect, sweet, delicious peach in the world, but you'll still find a motherfucker who doesn't like peaches. Absolutely. So I doubt she said motherfucker, but you get the point. Anyway, Mm -hmm. let's talk about some fact. Retriever.com slash marijuana facts. Ten interesting facts about marijuana. So number one is something automatically I didn't know and uh, got to take with a grain of salt because I've always thought it was not addictive. But number one. Approximately 9% of people who try marijuana become addicted to it, compared to the 15% who try cocaine and the 24% of those who try heroin. Um, I think it's definitely less addicting than the next two. I mean, it's almost half of what it is compared to cocaine and then, again, almost a third of heroin. But I've never heard of a physical addiction taking place in a marijuana person. Like, I've always quoted the opposite. Like, do you feel addicted to marijuana, Big? Let me think about it. I feel addicted to wanting to smack the fuck out of somebody when I don't have no weed all day, when I'm at the store and somebody's doing something stupid or in the car in front of me and, you know, how I was saying to you, turning into DMX, rah, you know? Just wanted to throw it. But I, so I, you know, man, I smoked the last 25 years every single day. So I, I don't know. I, I guess I would, I don't know, man. Like, if I had to stop for a whole week, I'd be miserable because it's just part of my whole routine, and I love the feeling. But physically, would I go through it? Uh, being that, um, you know, I had a situation with pills before, I don't, I, don't, I don't think this could be even close to that. So, no. Nah. It's brave of you to bring that up and to bring that to light, and, you yeah, know, because of which I'll also say I'm a recovering alcoholic. So both of us have had substance abuse issues in the past while smoking marijuana before during and after said issues right right so it definitely wasn't that that's how i look at it you know i was definitely smoking weed before i ever picked up a drink and then once i picked up a drink i couldn't put it down i literally could not stop if i wanted i was telling somebody a story i have this very very good memory it's a bad memory but i remember it very well is what i mean of just waking up and taking, I was a Jack Daniels that, and taking my pint out of my sock drawer because I had to hide it because I was ashamed of drinking at 10 a.m., cracking it and getting that first whiff and feeling both sick to my stomach because I didn't want to do it, but also getting this twinge up the back of my spine, like my body going, yes, 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 yes. yes. I slept this whole time without fucking alcohol. I can't believe you made me go eight hours without alcohol so you could sleep, you selfish son of a bitch. Get that shit in me. And that's scary. And I've never once done that with weed. Right. 
I heard alcohol is like really bad too, you know. Well, again, with the I withdrawals really don't want to stuff like that. I don't want to give anybody false information, but the fact that I've always heard and lived with and disseminate is that a heroin addict, you can give them cold turkey. You know, just stop and not have to worry about their physical health. Whereas with an alcohol addict, they they could physically die from withdrawal. Right. And that right, is right. the only one. I'm, I'm not sure how that really is, but it sounds like it could be right. Because I know if you're at a drug take, if you've been arrested, they have to offer you alcohol. Because mm. people will die in drug takes in police stations. I heard it's the worst, like, to come off. Oh, it wasn't that. fun. You're yeah. shaking and sweating and throwing yeah. up and wanting to just fucking yeah. die and shit. It's... I mean, you had that with the pills, Agreed. too. Agreed. Yeah, you know, no. It's... I, I I don't think it's... I'm hearing that that's way worse, you know? Well, I'm glad neither of us have can compare both to one, you know? I'm happy right. both of us are sitting here today not feeling the struggle of addiction, but yeah. still being able to enjoy marijuana. So I, I don't consider myself part of the 9%, but I also do agree with you in the fact of if I can smoke it, and I can, if I can, why wouldn't I? So like you're saying, why would I give it up part of my daily just because you think I'm addicted to it because I have to do it daily? Like, I brush my teeth daily. Am I addicted to brushing my fucking teeth? Right. No, it keeps me going. I take vitamins daily. Not a vitamin. I'm not addicted to vitamins, but I understand that right. taking the vitamins has a long-term effect on my health, which I think the same thing marijuana does for me. And other people's health. Because like you said, I don't go around smacking the blood out of people's mouth. <laughs> right. I mean... All right, the second one here is, number two, teenagers don't smoke more pot in states where marijuana is legal than in states where it is illegal. I think it's pretty even. Oh, yeah? You might not hear about the people that are in the illegal states as much. You know what I mean? Like, it's not out in the open as much. But there's probably, I mean, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke no matter where you're at. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So that's where I am with that. I agree. It's just my opinion, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I think that if you're under the age, that doing something naughty, whether it be weed or alcohol, is going to get you, quote unquote, off. It's going to be like, ooh, we're doing something we're not supposed to. But after the fact of it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just weed. You know, no, I don't want to because everybody's doing it. I think that it's become a little more mainstream that people don't find such a taboo in it and therefore don't get such a a rush from getting into that taboo you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i want to dedicate this to uh all the people who recovered from alcohol and pills and heroin and fentanyl thank god i wasn't around during all that that whole run but uh because of the pills and the fentanyl being mixed together people it's just crazy man even now i'm hearing that there's fentanyl being sprinkled on weed so watch your weed like i'm hearing that that's why it's great to have a medical card. Absolutely. You go and you make sure that nobody's fucking with your shit. You know what you're getting every single damn time. So. Every single time. Yeah, but big up some. I want to start that in the show because every show you dedicate, and I love it, and I want to get you your own theme music, and I want to have that going because, <laughs> you know, for every section we got music going that's and shit cool. like that. We could do it. So that was just an idea. See, that's what I like about podcasting too is that it's always evolving. So if you right. go to your favorite podcast and listen to episode one <laughs> versus episode 50, let's say, it's a big difference. My favorite one to look back on is Hollywood Babylon. It's a live show, but it's also a podcast between Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. And if you listen, like if you listen now, it is a well-oiled machine. It's a great show. 
Okay. You listen to that first episode, man, it was a fucking train wreck. Like, neither of them knew who the conductor was going to be. They're both trying different things that you know don't make it towards the whole thing, and then they're doing other things that, like, right. as a future listener, you're like, this is going to become such a crook of your show. How do you not see it yet? So I like not only having these conversations with the listeners, but I like showing the behind the scenes of, like, you know, this is episode seven. Again, if you're listening to all seven, cool fucking dude, it's going to be different than episode 14 which is going to be different than episode 108. Like, you know what I mean? It's always going to keep going. So so look out for Big Body's dedication theme music coming in soon. It's going to be (laughs) awesome. Yeah, it'll be cool. But shout out, yeah. uh, You know, we're both sitting here as recovering addicts. Like, shout out to you. If you're going through that right now and you need somebody to talk to, buds, bros, superheroes at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll talk to you through it. It's cool. Yeah, it is. We don't judge you, you know. Whatever you have done or do are doing, it's cool. Just try to make it better each day, you know? And one day at a time. <clears throat> That's all you can do. This really is. One day at a time. Number three. The word canvas is related to the word cannabis. Historically, canvases were made out of hemp. And I agree with that. Don't have to look that one up because historically, I've heard everything was made out of hemp. A lot, a lot of stuff, a lot, of, like so many things. It's very industrious, it's and I believe it was because of that that I heard that you know it was the wood or the lumber people who started spreading all these heinous lies about marijuana and got behind stuff like uh, reefer madness and things like that. So I, I think that you know, especially making this legal in different places, you know, it's better. Not just as marijuana, grow the hemp too. Let's get some stuff making with hemp. Apparently, there's strong fiber, so I, I agree with that. What pretty art that would be on hemp. Number four. In the United States, about 750,000 people are arrested each year for marijuana offenses. However, not all arrests lead to prison time, and less than 1% of inmates in states and federal prison are in for possession alone. That I don't know. Less than 1%, you said? Less than 1% of inmates in state and federal prisons are are in for possession alone. So that means you just add weed. Whereas, you know, like uh, you had weed and a gun, which violates your parole. Or you had weed and you're outside your state, which violates. I would agree. Yeah? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that are locked up over some bullshit weed charges. You know? So you think it's bigger than 1%? I don't know. I just heard of a guy just the other day, a guy down in Alabama. He did 13 years over his third offense having a joint on him. His third offense was having a joint. I'm going to have to look up the name and everything for the next podcast, and I'll come straight with it. And you'll be like, and I want you people out there to check it out. And you'll be like, no shit. Yeah, that's wow. kind of. I mean, but if it's your third offense, did they come breaking in his house and find the joint on him? I, I don't want to say because I'm not, I'm not really right. sure. I just remember hearing that and seeing like, whoa. But it was in Alabama. But just I'll check it out, and I'll, I'll be able to give everybody the facts on, you know. The whole get down with that. All right, so definitely come back for that. I might agree with that. We've been watching a lot of live PD lately, and somebody got pulled over, and they had, I don't even think they had a quarter on them, and they tried to hide it, and the cops were like, bro, you stink of weed. Where is it? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And they find it, and he's like, listen, I've got kids and shit. Like, I didn't want to go to jail. And they're like, why the fuck did you think you were going to jail? And he's like, I'm a black man with weed on me. And they're like, that doesn't matter. You know, it's not, you're not moving weight around. This is a fucking slap on the wrist for your first offense. Don't do this shit again. And then he ended up being a comedian too. So as he's getting like 
as they're really like giving him his tickets and all that, he's fucking making them laugh and everybody walks away happy. So yeah, I think if you're walking <clears> around <throat> with personal use weed on you and a cop catches you, I don't think your first time you're going to jail. Well, that story you just told is like a happy story. You know what I mean? But that isn't really how it goes down 90% of the times. First of all, you're scared as fuck when the cop comes. You're not trying to joke with him at all, you know. And if you do have weed, <laughs> you're worried about going to jail because you're going to jail, you know. That one cop you're talking about right there is so far and in between. Not saying they're all bad. They were also bad. televised, so they knew. Like, people <laughs> were watching. Too. That, too. That could have a little bit of, you know, something to do, a little influence on the whole thing, but, like, if I go down the street right now, right where we're at in the town we're at, and I get caught with this, and I don't have a license, or excuse me, um, yeah, my medical card on me or whatever. You think you're getting arrested? Yeah, I'm getting arrested. I'm going down there. I might not stay down there or whatever, you know, but they're bringing me in. Trust me, especially me. So you think it would be different for me? <laughs> of course. I'm not saying I disagree. I just wanted your opinion without me influencing yours. Of course. I, I happen to agree for those listening, and they don't know. We haven't posted pictures of ourselves yet. We're still working on that because our studio space is also my home. So, like, I don't want to put up pictures of my home. You know, it's just kind of. Anyway. Oh, definitely, though. It you know, yeah, you're black, be... I'm white. So you're saying that and that I... would definitely have a. And I'm not saying it like. Listen, I am saying it like like it is what it is, bro. Like I would have a harder time. Even if I didn't go to jail, I would have a harder time. Nine out of ten times. And you're saying I the thing it. that I just described was that last ten. I'm just like, maybe not. Yeah, that's that old cop who's been in the force for 15, 20 years. And, you know, just get out of here, kid. You know, that kind of cop, you know. But. No, not most of them. Not me. Especially. No, no, no. No, they run my name. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to check your car. Bring the dog. You know what I mean? Not not just because of me, but, like, I have family members with my last name, and they run that name, and it's just like, ding, 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 ding. Check him, check him, check him. Okay. To keep the conversation going and just still to get a clear answer, if your last name wasn't your last name, do you still feel being... I'd still have a hard time. Just curious. Again, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to... Uh, probably nine, nine out of ten times, yeah. They'd call another cop in to sit around looking from the other side of the car and all that shit there, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not with that. Not That's all why I wanted of, to do these. Not all of these are bad, but fuck the ones that are bad. And yeah, the ones you never hear a song, Fuck the Firemen. Fuck the firemen coming straight from, like, no, no it's always no, fuck the police. No, yeah, because, you know? so, man, listen, I'm sitting in my house one time. I had a cop open my door and look in and ask if I was me, like, because of some shit he heard. Like, open my door. I saw his black glove open the door and look in, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. But I couldn't prove it, you know? There was no way to prove it. Got to get that ring system. Well, this was shit, 95. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been CCTV back in the day. (laughs) Shit. So finally, number five. There's 45 on this list for all. If you don't want to hear us talk about it, factretriever.com slash marijuana dash facts. Leave comments. Find us on social media. Tell us if you liked them, if you didn't, all that kind of stuff. And let's finish that out with number five. Heavy pot smokers 
are at risk for some of the same diseases as cigarette smokers, such as bronchitis and other respiratory ailments. I agree. When I hear heavy pot smokers, I think of what we're doing, especially rolling with paper. I personally also enjoy a bong, which infuse uh, both take fire and then there's burning and smoke compared to vaping is what I mean specifically. But yes, I think if you're smoking anything, you will have a higher risk at bronchitis and other respiratory ailments than those who smoke nothing. Especially if you're smoking blunts like I used to smoke blunts. And I started wheezing so much from them. And then I stopped, and the wheezing went away. Like, I mean, it was bad, you know? So, like, I have to I have to agree, you know? Anything you smoke can cause, any, you know, any kind of respiratory smoking issues. Yeah, your lungs are made you for know? oxygen. You put anything else down there, it might fuck it up. So I, I would like to know, I wish that they gave a number. So like heavy pot smokers are at risk as some of the same diseases as cigarette smokers. So I wish they said cigarette smokers have a blank percent chance at getting bronchitis and other respiratory ailments. Where heavy pot smokers are at the same <laughs> risk with blank. You know what I mean? And then they could have said heavy crystal meth smokers. Correct. Crack <laughs> smokers. <laughs> Good no, point. No, I'm just playing. Uh, I know that I, people. Sorry. I know that I said number five is less, but number six is pretty cool, and then we'll stop. Bob Marley was buried with his Bible, his guitar, and a bud of marijuana. I do not know, but it sounds right. I would believe it. Sounds cool. Bury me with bud. So those were six interesting <laughs> marijuana facts. If you want to have some more, come back next week, where we'll also be talking about that Alabama story in which you heard a third offense gets you locked up, even if it's just a joint. All those things in the next episode of The Buds. But with that, we're all done with that. And we're going to head on over to the bros section. People let me tell you about best friend. Uh, so what's been going on, sir? Uh, I've been dealing with a scam. Kind of. Kind of dealing with a scam. These, these two black guys pull up across the street. I'm sitting on my porch. They're sitting on the steps waiting for somebody at this empty uh, half a double. And they came across the street and they're like, oh, the landlord told me he was going to meet me at 6 o'clock. He never showed up. Now he's telling me tomorrow. Do you know anything with the guy, about, like anything about him? I said, no, I don't know anything. I said, but people keep pulling up with the, uh, looking at the place, like tons of cars. And he's like, I already bought, I already rented it. Like I already gave him the money. I was like, oh, I don't know, whatever. So the very next morning, a girl sitting across the street for like an hour on the steps. So I come out to smoke my little joint, and she walks across the street, and she's like, oh, do you know the landlord? Um, I I went to the bank yesterday when I got my unemployment, and I gave him $1,700, and he's jerking me around, and he won't give me the uh, key. I said, well, somebody else yesterday, do you have a black boyfriend? Because a black guy just said he he paid to get the key, too. He's waiting for the key, too. So she's like, no, my boyfriend's white. And um, she starts freaking out and shaking, and she, she calls her boyfriend, and he's yelling at her, I told you, I told you this was a effing... This is your fucking. I told you. Why did you have to do this? Why? Why didn't you listen to me? And she hangs up on him, and she's crying, and she's like, "I have a son. We have a son, and we're in a hotel for three more days. And I gave this guy all our, all our money." So the phone rings, and it's an African dude, like a like just 
talking to her, telling her he's going to the Scranton Housing Authority to do her application. But really, I believe he was stalling her for the funds in the bank or whatever she did. He was just trying to stall her out to keep her cool. And um, I said, "It's a, I'm in the background going, it's a scam, it's a scam. I said, he's scamming you. I said, there's no Africans involved in this. These are all old square white guys, like no black people whatsoever. And she's asking him where he's at. And he couldn't tell her the address, and I knew the address, and um, she just hung up on the guy, and she took an Uber, and she tried to go to the bank, but she called when she was standing in front of me before she left, and they were like, there's nothing we could do. You put cash in an account. You didn't use a check or anything like that. Can't cancel it, yeah. There's nothing we can do, and she was just crying and crying. I was like, how could you give somebody money? That you never met, you've never came to the to the apartment or half a double and walked in there and looked around. You're gonna give money sight unseen, like that yeah, seem like weird. because it was seven hundred dollars. It was almost it, it. It was too good to be true because it's too nice in there. And I talked to the landlord. He was like, "Yeah, over fifty people called me and said they gave money up for that place. So they they probably made over fifty grand." If she gave him 17 alone, the black dude probably gave him the same thing, trying to secure it. 48 other people's time, 1700 bucks. Yeah, holy shit, what a piece of fucking ass. In two, three weeks. And the landlord told me, I, I've been renting that to my, my buddy. He's coming from New Jersey to rent it. He goes, I, I, I took the ad off two and a half weeks ago. I said, well, they didn't, you know. And just this morning, another lady pulled up. I said, it's a scam. It's already rented. She was like... Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, but fuck crazy. that guy. Yeah, fuck that person. Bad. Crazy. Watch. I mean, some of you out there are listening and going, "Well, yeah, that's why you don't give your money to somebody who who doesn't see that." I mean, I don't want to be a pessimist, but in my own life now, very recently, I have come to the fact that I've really got to watch my own ass, and I've got to really say to myself, Nick. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. So if you're out there and you're thinking about something like that, if it's too good to be true, not saying, you know, don't become a cynical piece of shit like me, but also just double check, you know, because $1,700 is nothing to just Mm -mm. fucking not have anymore, you know? But on the other hand, I could see how somebody, you know, living on the streets, homeless, could be desperate when you get that, you know, money from the government when they give you the unemployment and you finally have a couple dollars to make a move, and you see something online, and they just get you with the price, and, oh, we have other people interested, and you, you got to do something. You just want to make that move. You know, you don't want to, you, you'll never think it could happen to you, you know what I'm saying? And that's where people fuck up, you know, because it could happen to you. <laughs> you fuck around with the internet, it could happen to you, from relationships to to whatever something you buy from somebody you know what i mean well it goes back to the bud section of like hey this is off a dot com so i'm not gonna trust it 100 percent. right and then i was even talking with somebody too like about a dot gov and it's like i don't even know if i trust those anymore because you know the whole i don't want to downplay or like put us back into a bad spot but like covid i just found out let's just say my wife and i we went to a trip to new york we got hit by a truck let's say and we died and in our autopsy, as they were looking through our bodies, they found out that we had COVID. 
our number would be added to the COVID death toll, even though it's a fucking truck that killed us. Absolutely. So you could find numbers like that at a dot gov, and that's some weird shifty shit. So right. going back to what you were saying, kind of going on a whole theme for this episode without knowing it, don't trust the internet, bro. No. Do not. Do you remember there was a commercial, and I think it was for like State Farm or something like that, and at the end of the day, the lady was like, oh, I'm going on a date today. He's a French model. And like some really not looking French guy shows up and he goes, uh, bonjour. <laughs> and like the guy's looking at it like, oh, that's weird. And the girl's just like, yay. And he's just walking away like, got her. Like that's a funny <laughs> commercial that every time I think about something like that, all I think of is bonjour. Right, right. No, I didn't see it. No, I'll have to look it up. It's a pretty good one. Uh, if I can. You know, I just want to shout out everybody who went to that. So uh, me and my brother are four days away in birth. So we're not biological brothers. We're not weird twins that something happened. We're first cousins, four days apart in age, grew up together. So fuck it. That guy is my brother. Obviously, he turned the same age as me. We're both 30. He turned it on the 18th. I will be, as we're recording today, my birthday is tomorrow. So he and his friends got up there. His wife was the one who put everything together. This house was sick. So you walk in the front door, and it's a, I think it's called a split level. So you walk into stairs, and you can go right down the stairs, where you go right down, pool table, foosball table, giant TV, couch, sauna, huge bathroom with a two-person shower. Wow. And that was half the basement. That was half the basement. And the other half was one, two, three, four, maybe five bunk beds of queens. Wow. So like you could fit mad heads in that. Yeah. Again, if we're going through the front door, let's go up the stairs That'd now. Be a hell of an orgy, but anyway, uh, go ahead. Damn. So you go up the stairs now, and you look to the right, another just big seating room with a bar. You go through that room, an even huger living room, nice fucking couches, Shit. bigger TV. That leads to another room with like a 50-foot table that fit all of us that led to the kitchen, which was immaculate. Now if you make a left from the top of the stairs, two locked doors... We didn't know what was behind them. A bathroom, two bedrooms. You go up the stairs, three more bedrooms. Jesus. It was a huge fucking house. It was on a corner lot. There was one neighbor across the street. So if we're sitting in the back facing the speakers the other way, like, there's no way. Like, nobody, we were secluded there, man. We made a ruckus around of noise, and nobody really seemed to give a shit. Nice. You know, they they went, everybody partied pretty hardy. And it was a good time by all. Uh, shout out again. I don't want to say names because I don't know if, you know. But mm-hmm. you know who you guys are. Every single one of you. <clears throat> fucking love you. It. it was a good, good, good time. Who, um, or what were you smoking on up there? I brought a lot. So I, uh, you introduced <laughs> me to the raw roller, the little quote unquote cigarette roller. We okay. got one of those and we brought that up. And uh, I don't know how many times I was just at the table just getting one. Two, three, yeah. four, five, ready, you know, at a time. <laughs> uh, we definitely brought up the kosher tangy packs that I was talking about earlier. The other one we brought up, too, that we got when we picked up those things is from the Terrapin, Pennsylvania. Okay. Whole flower. This one was called the Devil's Lemons. If you want to give that a sniff. Devil's Lemons. Nobody had a bad time. It's not bad at all, man. No, so we had that. We had a different one that we brought up. We just we we made sure that we were pretty, pretty stacked because we're not drinkers. So they are. The one kid was like, "We woke up at 10 a.m. on Saturday after a night of debauchery, 
So for us, it's just smoking. I, you know, the great thing about weed and smoking and compared to drinking is like I wasn't hungover, but some of these people looked a little rough. Uh, there was a bottle of New Amsterdam coconut vodka, and like, have you ever seen the new New Amsterdam bottles? If I'm not mistaken, they're only one size, and they're like fucking big, and this thing had like a quarter left to it. Like people were hardcore drinking just and looked a little them. rough, and I was, you know, I was just sitting there the next <clears> morning, and go, wow, I can't believe they're awake and functioning. I don't have it in me to drink like that anymore, man. No. I mean, I would be so sick. It'd be, un- it'd just be not even worth it, man. Yeah, and I know that. Like, yeah. I don't need to, you know how people, oh, I'll never do it again. And you do it again. No, I'm not ever doing it again. <laughs> yeah, no, that was my whole life for three years straight. I'm just mm-hmm. waking up every day like, oh, I shouldn't drink again. And then two minutes later drinking. But this one guy woke up and he was like, huh, got to get some hair of the dog that bit me and funneled two beers at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. And I was like, you guys go with your bad selves. That's, that's not our scene. But Fuck that. So they're all fucking animals. And I mean that respectfully tastefully and happily because even though they all drank like that nobody had a fucking problem i would have puked that right back up oh i think he did immediately i'm almost positive he did and i don't think it was an alcohol thing it's just like nobody's prepared to take 32 ounces to the fucking gut first thing in the morning no it could be orange juice it could be water it could be milk choose your fucking thing if you funnel that amount of liquid into your belly first thing it's gonna come back up like why did he have to funnel it why couldn't he just Sip on one real quick. To be dead sip on honest. another real quick. You know what I mean? Taking his time. I mean, you know, like what? I'm going to talk doing? a little bit personally, and I hope they don't care. My brother is a cool guy. It's, in my opinion, there's just no two ways about it. You know, he is Ferris fucking Bueller, where everybody wants to be his friend, and everybody wants them. He, everybody wants his approval as well. And he's not a dick because he kept going to me. He's like, I don't know why they do this. Both guys who funneled were like, hey, you, you. I'm not going to say his name. You, you. Do you want to come watch me do this? And he's uh, okay. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get fucked up, right? And he's like, I don't, you know, I'm not. No, I'm just drinking today. And he's like, yeah, yeah, watch me. And it's very strange how much they want his approval. So, at, and I said to him those exact words. I was like, they know they could just drink them like normal people, right? Because, yeah, I don't know why they do this. <clears throat> so two of those guys were just really hoping that, I guess they thought... Oh, this guy parties still. Maybe they just, like you said, when you asked earlier when we told you the story off mic, like, are any of these people college age? Like, nope. Nope. They, they're all, if they're not 30 right now, they're going to be very, very soon. Yeah, because waking up, hitting two funnels, bang, bang, and that's that's when you're 19, 20, you know, 21, still in college and acting crazy. You got tons of energy and... You now can get sick it, and you're good. What's funny is now that I think of it, these are the only two guys there who didn't have wives. <laughs> you see? So they're living So maybe different. that was it. <laughs> they're living different, right? Oh, right. shit. Yeah, now that I really did the math, I was like, yeah, everybody <laughs> else there had a wife. And every wife there had a husband. You know, there's only two single guys, one single girl. And the Damn. rest of us were all hooked up. So, yeah, now that I yeah. think about it, the guys who were like, let's funnel at 10 a.m. were both the ones without wives. Wow. Which is neither here nor there. Just, just trying to find... What's that word? Yeah, because I wake up and hit two funnels. My girl's going to look at me like something's really wrong. Mm-hmm. What the hell? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I want eggs and bacon or a bowl of cereal or some toast or something. I don't want beer in a funnel. No, shout out to all my Jersey peeps, though. I wanted Taylor Ham in the morning when I woke up, and that's what they had. I've got, again, I'm, I know I'm shouting out everybody. 
But to those wives who made the breakfast, I mean, I would say everybody tried to help a little all weekend. But straight up, it was the women working in the morning Saturday that got breakfast done. <laughs> and like, and it was Hooked a delicious breakfast. Yeah, so... Nice. Again, shout out to everybody for all the help, but they specifically took that fucking meal and just, rah, just killed it. <laughs> Definitely one thing I wanted to bring up, too, before we get out of here is, like I said, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm going to be hopping in a car, driving to New Jersey, and I'm going to be eating movies. For all the Kevin Smith fans out there slash VSQ Universe fans, I'm going to get my cow tipper on. It's going to be a good time. Probably going to go to the stash, check out Quick Stop. And uh, head on back. So I just wanted to get that out. Look at our Instagram if you want to see some photos. So where are you going? Like, where are you heading to? In New Jersey? Uh, yeah. the, the one is in Red Bank. This new place where the movies actually is, I don't think is Red Bank, but it's very it's very close. So it's more down the shore. Oh, man, look, my friend. Shout out Joe. You know which Joe you are if you're listening. He's there right now. And he took a bunch of pictures. Oh, we got his hat, too. You're my bro. But here, I'll show you so you can at least see on mic. If you're not familiar with it, in the Viewisk universe, which is director Kevin Smith's Jersey Chronicles universe, I think the first time we hear about it is in Dogma. And then we actually set foot in a movie, Movies, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Clerks 2 is exclusively out of movies. And then in his latest film, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, they go to the restaurant as well. So you're going there tomorrow? Yeah. What, like, so what time do you have to be there? Like, is, uh, With the whole COVID thing, I am scheduled to show up for my meal at 2. Yeah, I, I have until 2 to 2.30 to finish my meal. If I don't Damn. choose to take it right out, they got to have to make move. sure, yeah, everybody's six feet apart. <clears throat> um, this has already happened in L.A. Yeah. So there, they didn't even have an outside seating area. So at least at this one, you can sit down. Whereas in L.A., it was like, take a shit and leave. Mm -hmm. So you get to show up. You get a half hour. They've got a bunch of set stuff from the movies. So you can look like you're at an actual movies on the inside. And they got cutouts of Jay and Silent Bob and just different photo ops. And then, you know, the actual quick stop, the thing that started all with clerks, is only right down the road. So we'll stop and take our picture. Though it's been done before, I'm going to do it again every single time, you know? like, Yeah, if you get a chance, take some real, real cool pictures, you know? Yeah, dude, Clerks is one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite stories of a person who made a movie, and he really worked there. He was a, like, it was it was like a Krausers, even though that's kind of chained out. Like, a really mom-and-pop shop convenience store that he asked, can we make a movie, and would shut down the store at night and film from about, like, 2 a.m. till about 5 a.m. or... 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., whatever the time was, while the store was closed to make this happen. Right. I think that's dope. Sold all his comics to make it happen. The whole movie cost $37,575, which back in the day, like, he had to actually buy film. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, with $40,000 now, you can make more than an indie movie because of just how cheap technology is. But back in the day, like, that's what it's it's a pretty good story. One day we'll get into that more. But I just want to say I'm going to movies. I'm very (laughs) excited. That's what's up, man. Kevin nice. Smith is a big part of my life, so it's going to be awesome to go there. Yeah, you do. You love Kevin Smith. I do. <laughs> you want to talk about He's anything cool. else before we talk about some Hulk smash? My daughter's on her way to Atlanta again. Well, soon to be, from what I'm hearing. She had a summer adventure, got a little bit of that COVID cash, and went on over to a different state, and then 
went on over to a different state, hopped home, didn't really say hi, and now she's hopping back out. You better believe it. On uh, tour. Be she's again. still on tour at 20 <laughs> years old. <laughs> on tour. On government money that she's got to pay taxes on. That worries me. God, that that shoe is going to drop. She don't understand. I tried no. to warn her. No, for anybody not keeping up, when you get money from the government, they say to you, hey, do you want to just take the taxes out now or do you want to claim it at the end of the year? And I am somebody who's like, just take it now. You know, maybe even if you take too much, I'll get some extra back, but I don't want money in my hand that eventually has right. to go back to you. Don't hand me $1,000, hand me 840 and don't expect nothing right. for the rest of the year. Right. But at the end of the year, whatever her number is, it's going to come and it's going to be right on the back of your neck. The young me might have said, I want it all now. Ah. But no, not me now. No. Here, take yours off the top and let me go. You know? But No, this, there's a lot of things I don't want to mess with. And number one foremost is the U.S. government when it comes to taxes. No. You know, Al Capone was one of the most notorious, influential people in the world, and he still got fucked up by the U.S. government. You know, like that was the one person yeah. he couldn't pay off and get under his wing. And that's what sent him away. So no thanks. Mm-mm. Dude, apparently he was pretty crazy. Have you ever watched Drunk History? No. So this guy goes around and he gets people pretty drunk, and then they film these drunk people telling you about history. Later, they take the dialogue of this drunk person and shoot scene-for-scene reenactments using real actors dressed in real time-appropriate things but mouthing the words of the drunk person, no matter how drunk and stupid they slur and get, like that's what actually makes it funnier. Long story short, they did one on Al Capone, and he just had like a bunch of gonorrhea, and like his mind rotted away. And I heard that apparently yeah. he was a fucked up guy at the very end. Yeah, I heard that. I heard he was all screwed up and yep. had all kind of diseases. And yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, two two lessons to take away: don't trust everything on the internet, and pay your taxes. Am I right? Pay them. Because they're coming for you. They're going to take something from you or put you in jail or just pay them, you know. Don't be dumb. Give them theirs off the top. Off the top, yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I would say, too. With that, let's close the door to the bros and open the door to the superheroes. We watched 2008's The Incredible Hulk. Um, starring Ed Norton, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth. William Hurt, and we had Tim Blake Nelson in there. Ty Burrell was also in there. There's a lot of great people in there. Uh, Lou Ferrigno was in there for a little bit. I liked that, that very, cool. very much. Uh, technically a part of the MCU, but spoilers to you and anybody out there who's not 12 years caught up, Edward Norton would go on to get replaced and be one of, I guess, two people in the MCU that we've seen now who don't get a bigger chunk of, like, they don't see what's coming. And they don't want to play it. I actually think Edward Norton did see what's coming, and that's why he didn't want to play it. Apparently, he's very, very rough to work with. Like, has a lot of ideas and think his ideas should be put in the movies. Uh, the next person would be Rhodes. Terrence Howard. Anyway, he doesn't get to come back. Edward Norton doesn't come back for the whole thing. So let's just talk about this as a movie at first. At, at a whole, we're going to start with the hero. What did you think about Bruce Banner? I mean, I, I like the character. I liked... I liked um... Oh, once again, he was working on something. It was like he was working on like a special steroid or something like. And you know, he thought he was trying to do something different than what the actual 
agenda set out by William Hurt, who plays General Thunderbolt Ross in that movie. Uh, one of the only people to come out who will actually show up in later MCU movies. So he was trying to make a super soldier serum, which we find out later is he was trying to build on what happened to make Captain America. Bruce Banner didn't know that. He thought he was working on something else, and somewhere in between, the Hulk was the creation. Mm, Okay. It was hot, though, right? I like that. So the big thing that a lot of comic book fans all in on is just a little bit before this movie came out, there was just Hulk. So I think it was only five years, 2003. So in 2003, a movie called Hulk came out, and it was a giant flaming piece of shit. And it was slow, (laughs) and it took forever, and I don't like it. I still try to watch it once a year to see maybe something changed. Maybe my taste changed. I'll try right. it. Nope, nope, nope. Still a giant piece of shit, if you ask me. Nick Nolte is in it, and he goes he goes really crazy, bro. And he's just got dogs and poodles that become fucking crazy hulks, too. <laughs> the whole thing is crazy. It's stupid. So when you we watched this one, there was a lot of expectation for it. And I think they personally knocked it out of the park. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, this movie, it was cool. I mean... Once again, I'm not really into the military aspect of it. And, you know, when they're going after him, I'd rather just be superheroes. Like at the very end versus Abomination. Yeah. You know, um, I can do without the military and Air Force and let's get him with rockets and da da da. Oh, then you'd really hate Hulk because that's like um, that is a lot of the character, a lot of the DNA of the character from back in the day up till now. Is it's a lot of military, so I wouldn't say like I understand that it's not your thing, but don't think as much as Iron Man that no, it's it was not incorporated like in. It's like nothing, this is the DNA. It's of nothing. The character. Yeah, it's nothing like Iron Man. No, no. I, I, no. So this sucks. whole time, yeah, he's trying to run around and not get into. He doesn't want it to be a military project. Right. At the end of the day. And that's what I kind of liked about it. The thing that keeps me from watching it a lot is fucking Liv Tyler. I hate Liv Tyler. You hate Liv Tyler. I do. I hate that everything she says sounds like she just came running from somewhere and she's out of voice. Like, <laughs> so at that the ain't what it sounds like to me, but I'm going to leave that alone. At the very beginning <laughs> of the movie, bro. So this guy comes back. He's staying at the fucking pizza shop and she's sitting in a diner or at the pizza shop with Ty Burrell. The love of her life, the man who she hasn't seen for that years, the person she's been searching for, walks through the door, that's right. sees her, and walks back to run away. She follows. She's now chasing, again, this so important person that she's been dying to see to this back alley where she runs and he vanishes. And she goes, Bruce, who the fuck are you calling for, bitch? Why the fuck would you get out there and whisper? If he was even supposed to be able to hear you, like, what the fuck is that? Speak up. I understand when you were in Lord of the Rings and people liked you as an elf, they're really dainty and fairy people and, like, that whisper shit works, but fucking speak up. Ever since Empire Records, she's just been really quiet. You know, like, right here. And it's just like, your dad's fucking Steven Tyler. He sings. He, he makes music. He uses his mouth as an instrument. Fucking take a lesson. Speak up. I'm sorry. I got a little. I went a little DMX there. Because fuck with Tyler. DMX. Nah. I mean, I don't know. I very much liked I was the bad guy. Kind of staring at her the whole time. Like, you know, so. Yeah. I hear you. 
She's yeah. just, I'm very happy she didn't come through. Her dad came through, like I said, he makes it in future MCU movies, but she does not. So yeah. very, very happy with that. Tim Roth was awesome. I liked the abomination in it. At the very end, they teased you a little bit with uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who I really liked. He was Mr. Green or Mr. Blue as they were kind of going back and yeah. forth and they met in New York. They kind of went like they were going to see and show him. They foreshadowed his bad guy, but they didn't give it to him because, again, I think after after the success of this and Kevin Feige coming in and really starting to build a universe, they were like, let's just go with this. And it's really hard for them to make a standalone Incredible Hulk movie. It hasn't been done since because I think I told you back in a previous episode, Marvel was like going bankrupt and sold shit to different studios. Hulk is one of those where I think Universal has it. So he's a big key player in Avengers. He's a really big player in Thor Ragnarok. We'll get to all that, but it's it's hard for them to make a standalone movie again. So I could see kind of why they teased that he was going to get his own villainy, but he didn't. But again, another really good, strong performance. And my favorite guy in this, I brought him up before, Ty Burrell. I'm a huge Modern Family fan, so if you like that show, he plays Phil Dunphy. So he played the guy who was like, you know, in my professional opinion, I like to know that people aren't lying or whatever the fuck the exact line is. I was like, good for you. Getting some more work, Ty Burrell. I think he's hysterical. I don't know. I don't remember that. Part. You don't remember that guy? He's not in it for very long, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, so the hero we like, what did you think of how the Hulk looked? I liked it. I thought, like, <clears throat> I liked when they showed his eyes, the green in his eyes, when he's like, he's like getting really pissed. I just thought that looked pretty good. Because you're a huge Bill Bixby fan. Your first introduction was Lou Ferrigno. So when Bill Bixby was turning, they put in those contacts, and that was a big part of the show. Right, right. He looked at the camera, and his (laughs) eyes were different. You knew, shit, Lou Ferrigno's coming. The Hulk is coming. So I agree that I very much like that they kind of paid homage to that. And at the very end, when they're kind of hinting that he can control it, and he opens his eyes, and they're green, it's another nice little touch. Yeah, and I like how they kept that in 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 the new Hulk. Well, it's not new, but... The latest Hulk. Is that the latest? The latest, latest? The latest full movie. Full movie, right. Like I said, he shows up via Mark Ruffalo in the Avengers and Thor and stuff like that. But this is his last standalone movie. Before that, it was Hulk in 2003. Before that, it was like a few episodes of the TV version were mashed together to create a movie, I believe. Okay, okay. Or they just made three episodes out of the movie. Whichever came first, it doesn't matter. This is the last standalone Hulk that's been made. I like his look. I hate to keep bringing up 2003's Hulk, but he was like Kermit the Frog Green. And it was really upsetting. <laughs> this guy, at least, is a little bit darker. I like how you could see every single muscle strand. All the rips, yeah. Because he was just jacked. There's a few times in that movie where the CG is so good, like after the first time he saves Betty in the, in the cave and it's raining. Right. There's like one or two shots in there where I'm like, is that, did they like get a, a large puppet or something like that. It's very good. Um, I think he looks great. I still think they do. It does get a step up with Mark Ruffalo's. Like not to put this one down, but if we are going to compare, it does keep getting better as right. time goes on. So maybe I shouldn't be so harsh on 2003s, but in my opinion, they just keep getting better looking. But I very much like this. You know, it's 2008. Nobody had seen him for a while. Like here's let's reintroduce him. I wanted to see him like shrink back into a human. Yeah, only on the table did you see like, that once. Yeah, I mean, like when he came out the when he was in the woods, and you know, once he was in the, under that little cave, little area with her, I wanted to see him just shrink back. But they just show him laying there, you know. That's expensive, if I had to guess, because now Probably. even that I'm thinking about it, in the Avengers we see the transformation once, and from there, 
I don't think you ever see Mark Ruffalo become the Hulk again. In Thor Ragnarok, you see him become Bruce Banner, but I don't know if they actually ever show you the transformation again because I just think it's much harder. I don't know why. Right. But I do like that, yeah, that one scene at the very end where he's on the table trying to get help with Mr. Blue. Like, they do show him come go to it and come back, and it's one of the coolest scenes in there, if you ask me. Right, right. So that was the hero. We talked about it a little bit, but what did you think of the story as a whole? As a whole, <clears throat> I mean, I thought it was cool. I, I especially liked the, the last scene with the, when they had the big fight, him and the... Uh, guy who turned into the creature the abomination the abomination that was cool um i didn't understand why why he didn't just kill him it didn't seem like he killed him it just seemed like he had him laying there it didn't seem like he was he's a superhero you can't have the incredible hulk just going around killing people no matter how bad they are man he should have stomped him down you You know know? yeah if you look at the uh dceu spoilers Superman breaks Zod's neck. Are you saying that's what you'd prefer? Just this bad guy to be dead? Yeah, why not? I, see, I'm i not going to not agree with you, you know? The Joker <laughs> breaks out way too fucking much. So just kind of putting him down should be it. But I think at the end of the day, they're superheroes. They can't really actually go around killing people. Mm. It's not the tone of the MCU. Kill or be killed. I agree, but... As you will he start was to trying see, to kill him. yeah. As you will start to see, the MCU is pretty pretty friendly. So going around just killing him was not going to happen. I do mm. like how when he was defeated, though, he kind of threw him at General Ross's feet, just like I cleaned up your fucking mess, and then he just bounces off. Right. I, I did like that. The story about like, yes, I do believe that if there was a Hulk, if somebody could do what he does, that the military a hundred and ten percent would want him to dissect him. So I think that it's believable that this guy's just trying to move from country to country, finding a cure to stay out of government hands to make sure that his mistake doesn't become somebody else's future future mistakes. Like, you know, if you gave the U.S. government the key to figure out to make hulks, and then you found out that hulks were just going around killing people. Right. I mean, but he was fighting a bad guy, so, you know. That too. That too. So, yeah, I definitely believe it was believable. We already talked about the actors. Fuck Liv Tyler. Everybody else did great. <laughs> Do you agree? Man, I mean, I'm not with. I'm not gonna say fuck Liv Ty- Tyler, but but you liked everybody else who's nobody yeah, on thought, your fuckery no, list. No, 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 not at all. Good, except for Robert Downey Jr. at the end. So this is something we didn't talk about in Iron Man, and something that I'm 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 not gonna say I'm proud because it makes me sound weird, but I'm very happy because I didn't mention it like I wanted to. The MCU did not invent, but has definitely popularized the post-credit scene. In Hulk's post-credit scene, we see Ross and Iron Man comes in and he goes, nice suit. And out of all post-credit scenes, it is a very good one. I liked it because I remember sitting there going like, they're going to do this for everyone. They're going to do this for everyone because they did one in Iron Man and now they're doing one now. And they're like, I remember really geeking out like, oh, yeah, this is uh, and just waiting for Iron Man 2 would be next in the gate of just like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. And what a disappointment that was. Finally, the look, I think we even kind of talked about as well. Like, the Hulk looked good. Yeah. I think the whole movie looked good. It was shot well. I like the actors. I like the... Ev- I I think the action looks good. The CGI looks so good. I even said one time, I was like, shit, maybe that's not CGI. Like, all in all, for Marvel's Cinematic Universe to take their second step out, I give this movie a strong eight. I like the Hulk. I like Edward Norton. I remember this specifically. I was in Maplewood, New Jersey at the Maplewood Theater 
Like, I remember that night. We went to Five Guys after. It was the first time I had ever been there. And they were like, just throw the peanut shells on the ground. I'm like, really? Like, I remember that night specifically. I was 18 when it came out. Like, I I really do remember going, wow, they killed Iron Man. They killed this. Like, we're really heading towards something, guys. Like, something big is happening. Like, you give it an eight, Finally, huh? the people around me are starting to like the shit I like. So, yeah, I thought that that was definitely a big help up. Definitely better than Iron Man 2. So if it went from Iron Man to Iron Man 2 and then had to get to a, a third one, I don't know if it would have ascended as well as it as this one did. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Iron Man was good. This one was better. Iron Man 2 drops it. So maybe the fourth one wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't have even tried a third one if Iron Man flopped as hard as it did, and that was their second go instead of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, i never seen Iron Man 2. You will. You it's know. next in the MCU list, so if you're new to the show and you're counting how many times I'm saying if you're new <laughs> to the show, we're going to go through movies a lot. So we have gone through Superman, Hancock. We've done a lot. So this was your pick. Excuse the rustling of the papers. So we watched The Incredible Hulk. I think the next one's your pick then. Oh. Yeah, because you picked Wonder Woman. I picked Incredible Hulk. The next one's your pick. So you could say any character that you think has a movie and we can we can work that out. Okay, um, Green Lantern. Okay, you're going to be disappointed, but we're going to watch it, guys. Uh, Green Lantern is going to be next. Again, I think we've said this in previous podcasts, but I love how you're Team DC. Every single movie that you picked, <laughs> so you picked Hancock, I'm which is really school, nothing. Man. It's not Hancock, here nor no. there, but you've picked Aquaman, you picked the OG <laughs> Superman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman, and now your next one is Green Lantern. So without even me saying pick another DC character, pick another... You just automatically, you're like, I want to know about all the DC characters first, because I know you'll be the Marvel one. Not purposely, because you know I'm not into it like that, but... You don't want to die in a camp, but it kind of seems like you're at a DC camp. Yeah, I mean, you know, Green Lantern. All right, in Brightest Day and Blackest Night, you guys can find us here next week. Until then, I've been Nick James hanging out with... Big Body Ben. This has been Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, and now we're up, up, and away, folks. Catch you next week. Rah!